Welcome back to Game Jam Podcast. It's Wednesday, October 13th, 5.52 p.m. Mountain Time. Recording a little early today. It's a little cold here in Boise, Idaho. Um, actually, very cold. Um, 47 degrees is a lie. No <laughs> yeah, it was not There's 47 no degrees. Um, I was saying before we started recording, it snowed in Pullman today. I had all these Pullman friends telling me that it snowed. I was like, what the heck? Um, but... I was looking at the um, like college football games this weekend, and I was like, it is a good weekend to golf. This is, it's like going to be one of the last, I, th- I think it's like 70 degrees on mm. Saturday. So you picked a good day to go golfing, and it's going to be like one of the last weekends that it's going to be like sunny, or not sunny, warm enough to comfortably golf. We're going to be golfing all winter, but um, it's going to be... It'll still be warm um, this weekend, so I think it's like one of your last weekends. If you if you wa- usually watch college football Saturdays, this weekend there's not a ton of good games. Boise doesn't play until the evening, so I was like, "This is a good weekend to golf, boys. Good job, good 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 call there." Um, all right, what else do we have today? We have our picks in preview, power rankings, some mailbag questions. Um, I don't know, just talking football, I guess. I don't know. We don't have a ton of stuff to talk about. No one's... Wait, what if, any, anything you guys want to talk about before we <laughs> jump into the show? I don't know. Everyone's quiet. Everyone's looking at their laptop. I feel like I'm just talking to no one right now. The only thing I want to talk about is the first thing on the list. So. Okay. Talk about it, Brandon. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> first thing on the list. Uh, What's the first thing on our list? Tell the people. Giants-Dodgers. Giants-Dodgers. Game, Game five. five on Thursday. We're going to have Logan Webb going against Julio Urias. Should be a good one. NSF. All comes down to this. This is it. There's we'll no... For it. You don't, we don't get game six and seven. Nope. nope. It's kind of a bummer. Actually, it's a huge bummer, I think. Mm-hmm. That we don't, we're robbed of a full series between the Giants and Dodgers. What's your final prediction? Keys to the game, Brandon. Well, prediction. We can't expect Logan Webb to come out and do what he did game one. We just we can't. He came out and threw, what, eight shutouts, seven shutout innings. We can't expect that again. We need the offense to get going. The keys to the game... Will be the offense put up runs because at least three because our offense has not been the best. Um, game four, game four, we won one nothing. I mean, we just cannot put runs on the board, and um, in game two, Urias shut us down as well. So, um, yeah, we just gotta we gotta get the offense going. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah, like you said, game four. Though was it game four? Yeah, that you won one zero. Game three. or game three? Excuse me. Um, yeah, it was like okay, one nothing. Because it's just a crazy pitchers game, but and then last night I think did you put up one run again last night? Two runs. Two runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're right. The offense needs to get going. Yeah, I feel like uh, talking baseball with uh, John Boy Media kind of covered it best. Uh, whoever wins the series, you know, whoever and whoever loses, like both of these teams are really good. Like if the Giants lose, it doesn't speak to anything of like oh the Dodgers, you know, finally, you know, both of these teams are amazing. And both of these teams deserve all of the, the coverage and all the attention. It sucks that we get this, you know, game this early in the, the whole grand scheme of things. But both of these teams are amazing and so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's And it's, like, it sucks. You have a 106-win team versus a 107-win team or whatever it is, and they await – the winner faces a 88-win team or something like that. Right. It's like the Braves are – like, yeah, they won their division and stuff, but um, I don't know. It's just a shame that one of these teams have to go home. 
And on the other side, you got the Dodgers, or the Astros, excuse me, and the Red Sox playing in the ALCS, rematch of the 2018 ALCS. I, I just hate the Astros. I hate them so much, and it just... Like, I hate their ballpark. I hate their uniforms. <laughs> I just, like, any... I'm just, like... I don't know. I'm, I guess I, I'm rooting for the Red Sox. I don't know about you guys. I'm, like, rooting for the Red Sox. And I don't usually root yeah. for the Red Sox, but I just hate the Astros. I'm not... I'm not... I don't feel like I'm rooting for any team because I know that I am going to be way more hyped to watch a Astros versus Dodgers, Astros versus Giants World Series than I would... That's with fair. the Red Sox, but the Red Sox, there was going to be a lot of runs scored. Both of these offenses are, you know, as good as they've been all year. And so, I I don't know, I'm rooting for the Red Sox, but I wouldn't be, like, so mad if the Astros win one more series. But I don't, you know, there's no chance I want them to win. I'd root for the Dodgers over the Astros in a heartbeat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I might take that back. I don't know. The Astros, they cheated. Hate them for that. But they're... What they're doing is pure talent. What I mean, they're they're just a really really good team, and it sucks, but they're just a really really good team. I just don't like any of that. I just don't like the Astros yeah. at all. I I don't I don't care who they play. The Astros yeah. are my least favorite team, even though I agree with you with like the talent thing because the Dodgers have bought a lot of theirs. But I still just I just hate the yeah hate the Astros. Um. Anything else we want to talk about before we get into our picks? I think next week we are going to do a big NBA preview with the NBA guys that I did a lot of stuff with over the NBA playoffs. So Shane, I believe Shane, Sam, and Stewart are all going to be on. Um, probably put that on, put that out on Monday's show or Tuesday's show, along with our weekly recaps. We'll do a big NBA preview. I think we might do a restart draft for the NBA um, if any of you three want to do that with us. Um, you're welcome to, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, it'll be good talking NBA with those guys again, because NBA season I believe starts on Tuesday. So, oh, we also had hockey. Yeah, I know. It feels like the NBA season just ended. We also had hockey start last night. Um, the Kraken lost three to four to Vegas. That was a kick. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> kick it. I didn't completely know that that was a rule. Um, yeah, the announcers helped me out on that one. Yeah, <laughs> but. So it was, we were down. We were I was down. We had to come back. It was like yeah. two three. I think it was three three. three when that, we yeah. were down two nothing. We came back and tied at three. Okay. And then their fourth goal was like, it was like a cross, like similar to what they they do in soccer. Like it was like a cross crosser, kind of where you have like cross pass, and then the the it's this is hard to explain on a podcast, but the. The guy in Vegas like just stuck his skate out and mm. it like deflected off of his skate oh, yeah. into the goal. Mm. And I don't know the rule, but it certainly looked like he kicked it. Like the intention Which is against the rules. Yes, uh, that's you, okay. So you're not allowed to kick it because I know you're right. allowed to deflect. Like they, you're, they, they you're, try to do that on purpose. Yeah, so. you're you're able to aim your skate. So if it hits it, it could go in. Okay. So I think that's where the like discrepancy so is. So was the puck in midair, or was it just sitting there and he kicked it? No, it was it was going, and he just sticked his. I mean, it was kind of one of those things where you're here. skating, and yeah, you can. Here, here, everyone, just look it up. Look up the video <laughs> at the same time. Look at how you can you can see his skate. Look it. That's a flick. 
<laughs> he did not. Okay, so yeah, he like kicked it. So yes. like, so what I'm talking about is like, did you see it, Eli? They actively try to hit shots like that are just somewhere near. That way, the guys can deflect it in there. Yes, right. like that's. But and I think so they supposed to do it. With their it wasn't stick. even like really that in the air. You're right. Like he definitely just kicked his foot over and slapped. Well, the that's the thing. Over. It's not like he like went out to try to even like stop the puck. No, like no, it right. hit right. his it hit his skate and he like he was shooting with it. his foot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they called it a goal, and then we lost. We got one. Yeah, I mean. The refs have always been against us. <laughs> yeah. From the start of our franchise. Um, is that not a reviewable play? That they I don't I don't I think know. They what actually it is. did review it. They did review oh, it. Oh, they still called it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's against no, that's us. Interesting. That's it. Yeah. We're just. I mean, to do that in opening night against one of the best teams yeah. in hockey. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Like, yeah, well, I think, they'll be, uh, I think they'll be all right. It'll be fun to watch. All right. Let's get to our picks. Let's talk power rankings and um, some mailbag questions. And. I don't know. I was just, for some reason, I was looking at, like, odds, like, MVP odds and stuff, and so I wanted to kind of run this by you guys in, I don't know, five weeks in, we can talk updated odds and stuff. Um, but, lock of the week. Who wants to start? Brandon? My lock of the week is the Los Angeles Rams. They are going against the New York Giants. Uh, this is a Giants team that just lost Saquon. They just lost Kenny Galladay. Uh, Daniel Jones left the last game, but it looks like on track that he will be able to play in this game. Um, they're favored by 9.5, and, and I feel like the Rams are going to come out in this game, and and I, I don't see the Giants defense being able to stop this offense, so I think that they're going to be just fine. And, and I don't see this Giants offense doing much against the Rams defense either, so... It should be a one-sided game for sure. Um, it is in New York, though, so that's one thing they got going for them. But Rams minus 9.5 is my lock of the week. I saw somewhere that this line opened at, like, 5.5, I want to say, um, before <coughs> Daniel Jones got hurt. So, I don't know. It was like saying that Daniel – that's four mm-hmm. points is a significant amount for one player to be worth. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I agree. I think – yeah, I think nine and a half is a little low. So, uh, for my lock of the week, I'm gonna go with the Bills minus five and a half. Uh, they're playing at Tennessee. I just the Bills are rolling right now, and I feel like their defense is. Yeah, we talked about it on Monday. Yeah, one of the best in the league, and I think think they'll find a way to get the ball out of Derrick Henry's hands, even though he's probably gonna still have twenty five to thirty touches. But they'll, I think they'll find a way to get cover that uh, five and a half there. Um, my lock of the week is Dallas, uh, minus three and a half over the Patriots. Um, we saw how they struggled. Like, we saw how the Patriots struggled against the Houston Texans, led by Davis and Mills. Um, and so, and I think Dallas is just, I think Dallas is a really good team this year. And they were able to figure things out in their defense, and their offense is just firing off cylinders. They're absolutely electric. So, Dallas by three and a half over the Patriots. Uh, my lock of the week is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs over the Washington football team. Um, I don't know. I expect this to be a pretty high-scoring game. Both of these defenses are, like, very, very bad, which is weird. We talked about how the football team's defense has just struggled um, this season, which is just weird. And then the Chiefs are – they are not just bad. They're, like, dead last in almost every major category, like points, yards allowed, all this stuff. Like, Chiefs are dead last. Um, so I think it'll be a shootout, but I feel pretty comfortable with Patrick Mahomes only giving up six and a half points here. Um, so yeah, going with the Chiefs. And then my underdog of the week is going to be the Arizona Cardinals against the Cleveland Browns. 
Um, I don't love this pick, but I think the Cardinals will win this game, and so I like them plus the points. That's pretty much my only... I don't know. This is a game, like, it's in Cleveland, and Cleveland's favored by three, so Vegas essentially has this as a pick on an even field. I don't know. Where are you guys with these two teams? I guess we'll talk power rankings in a minute, but this is one of the bigger games. Um, what do you guys think in this game, like Cleveland Cleveland and Arizona? Um, do you guys have any thoughts on this game? Just a hint of my dead pick, which we'll talk about later, but I think the only way Arizona wins this game is if they just if they just go, they, they just attack the run. Like, just make Baker throw the ball with these limited receiving options he has right now with Odell and, and Jarvis being out. I think that's the only way you go about this game is is let that front four do their thing, um, get them. Uh, I expect Arizona's offense to put up points, and the way they're going to win this game is if they put up points and their defense is able to get after the quarterback and, and uh, take the running game out of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I feel like. Arizona's offense matches up well against the Cleveland defense like the Chargers last week, but I feel like their defense might match up better with their D-line, like Brandon was saying, against Cleveland versus the Chargers. And I think that might be the difference. With You know, the Chargers were able to beat them too, so that was kind of a surprising line that was at three. Right. You know, I've seen them, you know, where it's been at one or, you know, so that's kind of, you know, I have a lot of confidence in Arizona, and I think... You know, at this point, they've proven it right. week after week after week. It's really hard to pick against them. But, yeah, I, I like Arizona in this one, too. The only thing that scares me a little bit is apparently Kyler has got another injury. Like, I think I saw, like, he has a he was mm-hmm. either out of practice today or limited mm-hmm. in practice today. He's got another shoulder injury. and um, That's funny. As soon as I say that, I love that I see you guys all scrambled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Everyone's like, Twitter, it's like Kyle Murray. I don't know. I saw that he was... I don't know if he was out of practice today or what. Yeah, right shoulder injury. Yeah, I mean, that's just not – it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as a dynasty owner of Kyler Murray, a guy who's been very I mean, good this Yeah, year. and Cleveland's probably going to hit him. Yeah. This is the same thing that happened last year, too. Like yeah, exactly. And that's what a lot of people are saying. And... No, that's – yeah, exactly. A lot of people are like, this is shades of last year when Kyler had a really good start and then he got hurt and he just wasn't the same. And it's like – Shoulder injuries are so tough too for quarterbacks because it's like mm-hmm. they're it's probably not painful enough for him to sit out, and he's obviously still Kyler Murray. But with, like your shoulder injury, that is definitely impacting. Which is funny because the guy he's going against, uh, Baker, <laughs> has a partially torn labrum in his left shoulder, right. which isn't his throwing shoulder. So it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, that's a long underdog, yep. but. That's uh, an interesting game. My underdog of the week is the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, they are going against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, they are plus three underdogs. I'm just uh, I'm a big Chargers guy right now. They're rolling. Um, what I've seen from the Ravens is I don't know, man. They just it's all in Lamar's back right now, and I think that this Chargers defense might be able to do something against uh, that one dimensional offense right now. Um, I mean, stopping Mark Andrews is about the passing game. Was the passing game for the Ravens last week? So I like the Chargers. This one plus three. Um, <clears throat> my underdog is Carolina plus one. Uh, not in love with this pick, but I wasn't really in love with many of them that were left. Um, <laughs> but McCaffrey is back. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I don't know. I'm just the the Panthers are. They're going to have a bounce-back game. Um, I don't know why, but I just really believe in the Panthers. And the Vikings' defense is is not very good at all. And with 
McCaffrey coming back in the, uh, the Carolina Panthers offense. Um, I think I think the Vikings are going to have to keep up with the Panthers offense, but the, uh, the Panthers have a much better defense. And so it'll be tough for Kirk Cousins to put points up against the Panthers. They're a much better team with McCaffrey as well. Yeah, I think right. they're significantly better with him in the lab. So. I was really surprised to see this line Minnesota favored in Carolina. Carolina. Like, do not... I don't know. This is a big game, I think, for both teams. Like, Minnesota wins this. I don't know. Just the difference between two and four and three and three to me is huge. Like, three and three for the Vikings, especially just how some of their games have gone. I feel like three and three, they're probably like, okay, we're chilling on this season. Like, we are definitely in contention, especially we're going to talk about, and we talked about contenders um, on last pod. Like, after the five in the NFC, it's like pretty wide open for the last two playoff spots. And the Vikings at three and three, they're definitely in it. Two and four after a loss to the Panthers, who's also going to be a team that's contending for one of those final playoff spots. Um, it's huge, but yeah, I think we like had we were I was I think we were all really high on the Panthers for the first couple games, and these past couple games they have looked like Sam Darnold has came back to earth in a hurry, and yeah, if they win this game. I think it's big for, for Donald and that team to kind of get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, especially without Christian McCaffrey, and even with him really, is DJ Moore. Is It's it's obvious that Sam Donald loves to target DJ Moore, and we saw last time when there was a decent corner, like Darius Slayer was on DJ Moore for a while, he threw two picks like right to him, and mm-hmm. it's just because he, he's like hyper-targeting DJ Moore. And, um, but against teams like the Vikings where I don't really know um, I don't know who the Vikings have in their secondary, um, besides the Smith, Harrison, Harrison Smith, Smith their yeah. safety. Um, and so I think I think DJ Moore is going to be. Uh, he's going to actually be able to make some of those catches. So. But they have Pat Pete. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, you're that's right. that's pretty about it. Um, my underdog of the week is the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they're playing the Broncos uh, plus three and a half. I don't know. Broncos, this is a ballsy pick, yeah. Matthew. Yeah, it's I don't know. Very I'm, interesting I'm a big uh, believer in teams kind of rallying together when you know they, they're you know coach gets fired and that locker room's gonna have to come together. I know Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr kind of talked about it today or yesterday. It was, but you know, just you know, coaches are obviously a huge part of a team, but it's the players that kind of rally and get everything going every week and. That really hasn't changed, and so that this will be interesting. I just am not a big fan of the Broncos. The Broncos just really haven't shown up when they need to, and Teddy Bridgewater being back definitely changes some things, which is, I think, part of the reason why they're favored by three and a half, but I don't know. I just think uh, the Raiders might be able to find a way. They played awful. It, it, that's another combination is they played horrible last week, and so I think there's even more motivation to like, hey, let's bring it together and let's figure this out. Like, you know, it's it's all us. So, I don't know. It's an interesting one, but the options weren't <laughs> great. So, this is yeah. This is one of the most fascinating games of the week. I mean, even before all the Gruden stuff happened, this was a big like. I don't know. It's both teams in the same division. Both are three and two. Both of them were kind of have been like surprised about a couple weeks ago when they they were both three and zero at one point, right? Yeah. And now both three and two, like kind of haven't been playing well last couple weeks. I don't know. I think it's a big game for both teams. By the way, did you guys see? I forgot to kind of talk about this earlier. Did you guys see this stuff about Schefter come out today? No. No. 
about like him. Okay, I don't. I was hoping one of you guys knew more than I did, but some stuff came out that apparently Schefter in like there was an email from Schefter in like 2011 or something that he he like asked a editor for permission to like run a story or something like that. I don't know. I really don't know the full story on this, but he, I, okay. It says, uh, he asked Bruce Allen, yes. Uh, about an unpublished story during the, the 2011 lockout and asked if anything should be changed, added or tweaked. Yeah. And apparently this is like a really bad thing to do in journalism because mm-hmm. he's like, he was asking the guy who like the story was about to change something or like add something if he needed to. And so a bunch of people were like really upset with Adam and saying that maybe he does this in his stories. Like he, he caters his stories to the people that are running it or like, I don't know, but he hasn't said anything about it too. And if you look at all of his uh, tweets today, like go in the comments and every single one of his tweets are like, did Mr. Editor? Cause that's who he, he refers to Mr. Editor in that email and everyone in the comments is just like, did Mr. Editor approve this story? Or like, did your editor approve this story? And it's like, it's insane. And he just won't speak on it. The big cat came out and said, I didn't go to journal- journalism school to have Schefter completely undermine our industry, which is exactly why I didn't go to journalism school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I saw a Rappaport tweet and like all the tweets were like, you're so much better than, than uh, Adam and like, you don't, like, and I saw something about Mr. Editor. I don't understand any of it. And I was like, Wow, I guess he just has like all the big fans, but I didn't no, know like look, like on all of Schefter's tweets today, he's just been being <laughs> ratioed too. Like it's it's kind of insane. Like you don't and huh. you don't usually see this from Schefter, and I don't know. I didn't really like. like am I, yeah, am I wrong for saying who cares? That's that's what I yeah, said first. Right. I think there, I'm the, what I've the research, the minimal research that I've done about this is that they're saying that he's not unbiasedly reporting that when he reports like. He has his stories. He's going to the people that are like, he's writing the bad things about and just saying like, oh, should I change anything to what you think I should change it? Or something like that. You can't find a handful amount of media outlets that aren't unbiased these days. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. That's ridiculous. No. I mean, everybody's just trying to blow everything out of the water, especially, I mean, and I'm guessing these email things are the same thing looking into the football team owner, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Okay, that's another weird thing. Do you see that? Like, now the... NFLPA is suing the NFL or something and saying that they need to release all the emails that were found. Because now that's that's what the NFL is coming out with saying, is the NFL is like, we didn't find... Like, after they released all this Gruden stuff. So also, okay, apparently here's what happened too. So apparently with the Gruden emails that they found, they had let Vegas know on Friday, like last Friday, they were like, fire Gruden or we have a bunch of other stuff we can release. They didn't fire Gruden, so then on Monday, that's why they released everything and that's when Gruden got released or he resigned or whatever happened. But now like they're saying, so then they release all this stuff. And so everyone's like, okay, what else is in this, these email investigations that you guys have found? And the NFL is basically like, Oh, nothing else was found. Yeah. yeah and right. so now the NFL BA is like, okay, then release all the, the emails. Like if nothing else was found, then you shouldn't have a problem giving us all to the public. And they're like, no, there's, no, we're good. There's so many names. If yeah. they do, like, oh my goodness. I mean, they're, they're, they're looking at this because of the football team. Yes. They fe- they had to find so yeah, much. On that exactly. Role, there has to be something. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> I didn't catch the, actually, I kind of caught it, but I don't think I really paid much attention to it. And then I was listening to part of my take today, and they were like, did you guys notice that when, so when the, the email 
got leaked about Gruden that Schefter, when Schefter came on ESPN and talked about it, there's like a clip of him being like, yeah, he Gruden insulted like the, the trifecta or something. It was like, he starts off by going, he insulted Goodell, gay people, like um, racist, and then, but he led off with Goodell. And that is what made it so funny. So then part of my take guys were like, were like, just like, oh yeah, that he he right. you know discriminates against everyone, like every, all the op- most oppressed people in the world, and the forty Roger million the, the commission of the NFL <laughs> makes forty million dollars. And it's like, yeah, if you like, that's just, and then it's funny that that leads Sports Center, like freaking Schefter leads Sports Center with like he insulted Roger Goodell. That is why these guys in exactly like this is a joke that freaking it's and we were talking about it right when it happened. On, on Monday, like, I don't know, it's just, it's, Goodell just, the, the punishments that they choose are just so weird in the NFL. Mm. The people who get punished in the NFL and the people that don't, it's just, it's, right. it makes no sense to me. And it's, it's all Goodell just choosing, picking and choosing who he wants to be punished. Like, just the stuff that some people get away with and the stuff that some people don't is, that guy targeted me and that guy didn't. That's the that's the ruling right there. Right, exactly. Well, like it's just it's baffling to me that Tyree Kill is still in the league, but then there's other guys who do stuff too, and it's like they just can't be in the league. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Where were we in our picks? <laughs> Somewhere over under the week is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're at? I yeah, think I think so. so. Okay, my over under the week is the Vikings and Panthers game. I shoot the over on forty six. Um, with McCaffrey hopefully being back, uh, I expect this Panthers offense to be much better than what they showed last week. And this is Minnesota's recipe to put up a bunch of points and then give up a bunch of points. So um, I think the Vikings will definitely do their part in this game. So I have the over under. I took the over on 46. I took the under in the London game this week between the Dolphins and the Jaguars. Um, it, mostly just because I don't have any confidence in either of these teams. So I just, I don't know. Is Tua back? Do we know? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no Looking like it? I thought I saw him practice today, but who cares at this point, right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess if Tua, I feel a little bit better about the Dolphins' offense. But, yeah, I don't know. This is a gross game. Hopeful yeah. he can start. Yeah. So I took the under. Uh, I went on the over for the Chargers-Ravens game. It's at 52. Chargers just got done with playing a barn burner of 47-42, and the Ravens... Every big game they've played against the Chiefs and Colts last week, uh, they've you know gone well over fifty two. Yeah, so, that's a good pick. I like yeah, that. I don't know. I just have a lot of confidence in both offenses, and they both can score so quickly that I feel like fifty two is a pretty reasonable number to hit. Um, I'm taking the over in the Bills Titans game. Um, the over the over under is fifty four, and I'm confident the Bills will probably handle most of that on their own. Um, with a few scores from the Titans, maybe. No one took Derrick Henry in their fantasy picks, so I almost took Derrick as my <coughs> my dumb of the week. I thought about I it. I took him as my stud multiple times, <laughs> but I almost took him as my dumb. I thought about it, too. Uh, I, I thought about it, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, okay, in our other picks this week, we're doubling down because the Sunday night game is the Seahawks game this week. Seahawks-Pittsburgh. Everyone on the Seahawks plus five, except for Brandon, is on Pittsburgh minus five. Brandon. Uh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, I struggled with this one for like five minutes, I'm not going to lie to you. 
Um, looking at this game, before I even looked at who was home, or I, that's why I decided this game on who was home. And so I didn't even look at the line yet, and I just saw Pittsburgh Seattle, and I was like, oh, this is tough. With Geno Smith starting, obviously it's going to be a little unknown what's coming into this game from the Seattle side. Um, then I saw Pittsburgh was home, and I was like, oh, man, they're coming off a win. This is a tough game. This is a tough game. I, I went with Pittsburgh. Uh, I think that defense is it might give Geno problems, and it's whether or not they can beat him by five. That's the question. So my 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 Pittsburgh pick might switch before Sunday. Uh, I was, I'm I'm really teeter tottering, but <laughs> I was I, I didn't I didn't expect all of you guys to go to Seattle, so I'm kind of interested to see what you guys. Think. Um, no, I'm not speaking for Eli or Matthew on this one, but personally, the only reason I went to Seattle is because it's five. Um, I saw five points, yeah. and I was like, that is enough for me. <laughs> if it was three, I think I'd probably go with Pittsburgh. Five is was enough points for me. Yeah, with Pittsburgh's offense. That I is it. Is that the, that's I it. just, yeah, I, I saw enough from Geno to be confident that I think that if our defense can show up, and it's about st- stopping Najiaris is basically what it comes down to. Uh, and I think we can do a pretty decent job of that, and I think it's probably going to be a 17-14 to 14 style game. And yep. Yeah, five's a lot. I don't know. That was my deciding factor as well. I didn't like the line when I saw it. I saw somewhere that before Gene, or before Russ was hurt, it was like Seattle by two, and then it opened at Pittsburgh at like six and a half or something, Jeez, and it got all the way down to five. So, I don't know. Eli, did you have anything? No, I I kind of went back and forth, but yeah, ultimately what I came down what I came down to was without Russ in Seattle and then just the Steelers' offense, it wasn't going to be a blowout either way. Yeah, um, Niners have a bye this week, and then the Monday night game we're all in Buffalo minus five and a half against the Tennessee Titans. Um, Tennessee's got to be on them, right? Tennessee is at home. Yeah, that's why it's only five and a half. I don't know. I mean. Tennessee's not bad. That's the only reason I struggle a little bit they with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry? Didn't they lose to the Jets? Yeah. <laughs> but they... They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks. Um, who'd they Remo. beat? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just like any game with... Like... I don't know. With Derrick Henry, I don't know. I don't yeah. think they're totally out of it. Yeah. But I... I Tilly going to play? Does anyone know? That is a great question. I don't know. I, I like the Bills' uh, uh, defense, surprisingly, enough that it's like... I think they're going to be fine. Um, I don't mind giving up five. Julio Jones practicing, so they're going to be full, full go. There you go. Um, a lot of good games to watch this week. My pick was Arizona and Cleveland, but then for some reason, even though Eli picks to fill out his picks after me, he put Arizona and Cleveland. Last week, I did. I doubled. Last week, two people. There was two there were some games bad games. No, no, last week fine. there was two games doubled down, and I didn't. I think I doubled down on two people. No, that's okay. That's okay. Put, oh, I yeah. I put Matthew's game slash. Yeah, you put a slash and you doubled down on two. Because you know what? There were so many bad games last week. Hey, they were just gross. You know what? I decided. I was like, took them for the Hey, game. that's fine. If I, I, there was another game I was debating between, so I was like, let's just throw this game in there. We didn't. I don't, did we talk about it? Yeah, somebody had it. That's their. Yes. Dallas, New England, I think is a great game. Um, it's one of those games of, like, let's put our money on it. Who does Bill take away? Right. No, exactly. That's. I, I hope it's not Zeke. Because I am <laughs> forced to start Zeke and Pollard, I think, in our Dynasty League this week. So, 
I think it's Zeke. Shut up, Brandon. Yeah, Shut up. I, I think it's no, Zeke. it's going to be their wide receivers, and then Zeke and Pollard are both going to go for 20 Who's going to cover Amari Cooper? Amari and CD? Yeah, who on the second? Dude, Blake Jarman or Schultz. I don't know who it is. Yeah. It might be both of them. They look the same, but... <laughs> yeah, they they're, really they're do. Both, like, the tight end for the Dallas Cowboys is giving some work right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going So the Patriots are 2-3. and three. It says they're 0-3 at home. <laughs> wow. That's are they tough. at home this week? That's tough. Yeah, yeah. So they what? have not won a home game. Mac Jones. But they've won two away games. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's crazy. actually. Huh. Well, their wins are against the Jets and the Texans. Oh, gosh. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's <laughs> the New England. That is no. Never mind. They ain't stopping anybody. <laughs> That's tough. Jack, you're good. Start yeah, taking. No, no, no. It might not matter who uh, Bill Belichick tried to take out of the game. <laughs> right. Remember, I, I think I think I like I think it was me, but took Brandon Cooks as the dud against yeah. Bill. Didn't get a catch. <laughs> but they couldn't I mean, stop anybody else. The Bill, the Bill, the Bill philosophy is still there, but they still suck. So. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Who I d- d- randomly just looked this up because I was curious. Who is the best team this year against the spread? Is, do you have, like, the answer? I do have the answer. Okay. Are they undefeated? Yeah. Okay, so it's not the Bills. They are undefeated. Um, against the spread. Yeah. They're against undefeated. the spread, undefeated. Hate to break it to you, Brandon. The Niners are tied for last okay. against the spread. Seahawks are not much better. We're 2-3. and three. Niners are 1-4. and four. I don't know why, but I want to say the Bengals. Um, I feel like they're always favored to... Bengals are 2-3 against the spread. Hmm. <laughs> you said damn. <laughs> the Texans were up there, but they sucked. Um, Houston is three and two. Uh, can't be Arizona, right? Arizona's four and one. Okay. A couple of teams are four and one, and there's one five now. All right. Uh, teams are four and one are Cardinals, Chargers, Buffalo, Green Bay. Dallas is five and zero oh against the spread. Hmm. That is shocking, considering Dallas is usually their betting numbers are inflated. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure. Actually, I'm almost 100% sure at this time last year we did this, maybe not exactly at 5, but I'm pretty sure the Cowboys were like 0-4 or something against the spread last year. They get two points for the spread for being America's team. Yeah, and this year they're 5-0. and That is super impressive because you're thinking about the only game that they were um, underdogs in, I'm assuming, was the Bucks game, and they definitely covered that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't – I haven't looked at their schedule or anything, but – the Chargers game is the other game I can think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're also teams 4-1 and one on the over. Rams, Cowboys, football team. Makes sense that they would be 4-1 on the over. And because everyone thinks, I'm guessing like their first four games were probably, the lines were probably super low because it's like, oh, it's the They're, football team's defense. Yeah, and they right. suck now. And then Tampa Bay and Kansas City are also 4-1 <coughs> against the over. I don't know. Just uh What are the Vikings and Panthers that one Vikings and Panthers. Because I'm not feeling too good about my pick. Minnesota is two out of five overs. Panthers are one out of four overs. <laughs> You're in too deep. We're all in. Um. All right, what else do we have for games of the week? There's a lot of good games this week, as I mentioned. My game of the week is Chargers and Baltimore. Uh, I mean, Lamar versus Herbert. Can't get much better than this. Should be a lot of firepower. Uh, The one that I... Double yeah, the one that you stole from me. <laughs> the one that I, I doubled. I can love you so much. I took a bite. When I'm like the last one picking almost every single week. I so took a bite and then I forgive took me. Back in. For, 
for taking maybe just don't Arizona pick last every week. <laughs> Even though it doesn't help, like we've mentioned, I'm literally last in our picks. So I don't know why I care. This is also favorite game of the league, which does not calculate into our. True. Exactly. Yeah, why can't we each have the same favorite? <laughs> we game should all have. We should. Yeah. We should. Hey, pr- proposal for us. <laughs> Let's pick an over and an under each week, and we can double down on picks. Wait, we can pick an over and under in a week. week. No, like we pick an over, a game to go over, and a game to go under. Okay. So you can highlight one to double down. You can double down as many as you want. We can all have the same favorite if we want to, if we all feel confident about it. Oh, you mean like everybody can double down? Yeah. So like we can all have. So we add another. So we add another line here because we double down on the Sunday, Monday Hawks and Niners game. That's true. So we add. Uh, we do want we pick the over and we pick the under, but then like if we want to have the same locks, then we all have the same locks. Or do we want to keep it different? Because it is hard. We're, we pick okay, eight so different. We have eight different games that we pick in. For the lock, we could all have KC minus six and a half. Yes, if, if we we're all that confident. Yeah. Okay, and then instead of an over under section, you want to have an over and an under section. Yes. But we can. We can overlap. You can overlap. We can overlap overlap anytime we want. Instead of because for I don't know if anyone. I don't know if the listeners know, but we do this on purpose to pick a different game. What'd you say? Sorry. (laughs) You said our favorite games games can all be Arizona Arizona Cleveland. Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I don't know if the listeners know, but we do this on purpose. We pick games different, which which is very difficult. It is not not only. It's not that difficult because you guys are all the best records, and I pick first almost (laughs) every week because I clear the sheet. And, like, get rid of it. And I, I pick first almost every week. I wish we had to save, like, files of what you've picked, because I'd love to go back and look. Yeah. And I don't want to go back and look, because I'm freaking... I'm honestly not... I'm 15 and 17. It's I'm not like I'm atrocious. I'm going to dog, and I'm going to press the back arrow about 15 years. Yeah. yeah. You could go through the history. I don't know. It's just a proposal. I'm just, just throwing it out there if we want to. I'm not opposed. Yeah, I'm not opposed either. Because I... Especially now with bye weeks, we're going to be literally picking in yeah, every single ridiculous. game. Yeah. yeah. And there's just, like... it's. I don't think it's fair to be like... I just Starting don't like next week, play. it is implemented. Okay. Right. Starting next week. Do you have a question, Eli? Nope, I went like this. I tore my finger. Let's go. Like this. Round up. Autobots, roll out. You know? Round up. All right, fair enough. Let's roll out. Fantasy. Uh, This is the one that I'm struggling in more. Yeah, this fantasy. Shut up. You're six and four. It's tough, though. It's tough. I felt like last year we were better at these. Yeah, except we didn't keep our records last year. How is Matthew seven, two, and one? Yeah, that is insane. And the, also, and the one time I was like, it was uh, Alexander Madison. Yeah. Well, what, I didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> was he predicted 12 and got 17? Yeah, I don't know. I, I put it in beforehand, but it was kind of like, I should have just said Madison to begin with. I didn't realize it was questionable. But yeah, that would have worked. <laughs> that was, so, yeah. Yeah, I've only missed two. Well, my start of the week is uh, Tyree Kill. Um, I think he's projected 20, don't care, um, <laughs> going against the Washington football team who has a terrible secondary, just atrocious. So I expect the Chiefs backs by game, uh, reinforce that they are a powerhouse in the NFL. And I expect Tyreek at least at least one bomb touchdown this game. Wait, before we move on, I just want to talk about receivers being projected a lot. I was going to choose Diggs as my stud, like a comeback game, but he's projected like 22. PPR, baby. Also, like, Sleeper, I will tip, tip my hat to them. They project really well. They are. Like, a lot of these, I, I look at sometimes, when because we do our picks first, 
I look at, I like have a matchup that I'm kind of in my head. I'm like, okay, this is a good one for the fantasy. And then I go on there and it's like this player, like that receiver is the projected to lead the league. I'm like, well, this sucks. Never mind. When you look at their point score against sleepers projections, it has been impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's very how good. How close they are. And that makes our job harder. But that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, for my start of the week, I'm going DJ Moore. He's projected 17 in our league against the Vikings. And we talked about it earlier. I don't know who's going to cover him. Uh, and I think it's going to be kind of a back-and-forth game, like most Viking games have been. And had a little down week. I think he'll be able to bounce back. Uh, my stud is Miles Gaskin. I don't want to start him. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to start him. <laughs> I already traded him. Really? <laughs> oh, lucky you. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, I already traded him. <laughs> he said, oh, he scored a couple of touchdowns. Uh, see ya. <laughs> he's probably good. Yeah. It is a great idea. Uh, he's only projected 12 against Jacksonville. Um, it's like a great line. Wow. And good pick, Eli. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, yeah, he just he got a lot of he got a lot of touches last week. Uh, did pretty well. Had what two touchdowns? Oh, he had a game. Yeah, he had a game. <laughs> Brandon, 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 one or two, one or two in fantasy yeah. running backs. Yeah. He's on my bench, by the way. You yeah, ten yeah. catches. Is yeah. ridiculous. Ten catches. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and so now he's going against Jacksonville. Uh, so <laughs> what a matchup. If they just if they decide to put Miles Gaskin in their game plan again, he's he's gonna he's gonna get more than he's gonna get close to like seventeen to twenty, I think. Do you but. think if Tua starts that helps your stud pick or hurts it? The only reason I'm thinking hurt is because Jacoby Brissett was the one who Throwing gave the him those ten yeah. passes. That's and if Tua plays, who knows if Tua just says no. But, Who uh, knows what Tua's going to do in general. That's, yeah, that's I can also see the other side of it, though. Like, they try to protect Tua and maybe give the ball more to the yeah. running back, too. So, I think they're definitely both sides. You're right, though. I mean, whenever you take a quarterback out of the equation, that gave him 10 receptions, it gets a little... Yeah, yeah it's a little dicey. But, but Brissett did play it before that and didn't get. That's true. Yes. That's also true. Game so, with Brissett so and I mean, this is an anomaly. I think yeah. there was literally, like... All right, offense is working. What can we do to try to get it to work? Oh, here, Miles. We haven't used you at all. Here's ten catches. Oh, right. I, I like I like that pick a lot. I just you know <laughs> it has it's only it's, happened once, so it's, it's really hard to yeah. uh, see it happening again. Um, all right, my start is DeAndre Hopkins going against, against the Cleveland Browns. I don't know. I don't have much on this. I just it's like yeah, only seventeen. Sure. I gotta point out something. So. Besides Eli's running back pick, we picked three wide receivers. We need them to score 22, 25, and 22. Yeah, and PPR, it's not insane. It's, that's insane. It's like yeah. this PPR thing, it's, it, it, you, look, you look at 20, and you're like, okay, well, that's very doable. I mean, yeah, if they don't score, like that's five catches for 70 yards and a touchdown is 19 yeah. points. And you talk about these number one wide receivers. I mean, that's yeah, just easy. That's an easy, yeah. My dad's on Thielen. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know why I picked this. He's <laughs> <laughs> he might not play. I think he's not practicing. Well, then I can't lose the game. <laughs> That's the right thing. Right there, John. I don't know. My dud of the week is Chubb. Um, kind of going from what I said earlier, I expect this Arizona defense to key on the run and make Baker beat them with the limited passing options. He's projected 15. Um, I could definitely see this being a we're not a favorable game script, and here comes the Kareem Hunt pass show. So um, my dud is Chubb. 
That's very. That's a, that's a pretty good pick because he can still he can rush for. The only problem is he's seven yards and have nine point seven points. Well, that's yeah. The only like, the only problem is he like ten points is not a ton. No, that's yeah. That's the only problem with that one. But as someone who watches closely and prays for touchdowns from Nick Chubb, it seems like anytime they're getting close to the end. Are you going to start both Chubb and Hunt? I think so because yeah. I can't decide. <laughs> I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting Hunt again, and I can't sit Chubb. Yeah, so you're starting them. Okay. So I'm you starting to play both. Kareem Hunt is the number six running back. And how many weeks in a row have you sat him? All except one. And his one week that I the one week I started him was like the one week had less than ten points. <laughs> oh. what, well, how did you end up with both of them? Did you draft both of them? Yeah. Okay. I drafted Chubb. So it's your own fault. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, it's kind of like a handcuff. That's it's, it's, it's not, yeah. It's almost like I knew it was going to be a one A one B though. You know. That's the thing. That's yeah. why I, I kind of took like, it's it is tough because if I'm. He's a two-way player. He's a one. Yeah. Well, Collard, I didn't one know B. he was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> he's a one B and he's a handcuff at the same time. That's yeah. That's the thing. That's slowly what Pollard's turning into. That's true. They're yeah. each other's handcuffs. But I'm glad. Yeah. But I'm you glad. I, too. I'm glad I took him because watching Hunt score way more points than Chubb. If Hunt was on someone else's team and I took Chubb, that would Hunt hurt. Second yeah. round, we have to be trading for him immediately. That would, yeah. that would hurt me internally as well. Yeah, yeah. and I would have to. The problem is, if I remember right, even when Chubb got hurt last year, Hunt did not become just a workhorse. They still used two guys. Yeah. They still, they still yeah. use Hunt the way they use Hunt. So. Yeah. Um, my dad of the week is Aaron Jones. Uh, he's projected 19 at Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Blue last, Packers. Yeah. What? Blue Packers. Blue Packers. Blue Packers. What is it? Uh, Aaron Jones lost two weeks in our league, at least. He's only put up 14.9 and 9.9 when they played Pittsburgh, so... I don't know. It's doable. I mean, I think Adams probably will have his way with that defense like usual. And I don't know. I like, I like picking running backs as the dead picks because you know it's not PPR. You know, you're you're getting a lot of carries, but if you're not getting a lot of yards, then the points won't come. So I don't know. I don't know. Not really confident in this pick, but 19's a lot. So this is the famous nine three season opener a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good game. I don't think we touched on this one. I'm pretty excited. Like. Bears-Packers is always a good game, so. Mm-hmm. See if Justin Fields can get something going. Yeah. Anything. Throw the ball to A-Rob and then it's a good start. Please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, my dad is Darren Waller versus Denver. He's projected 16. Uh, he's been kind of quiet lately. Although, I don't know what he did last week, but um, but Denver's a good defense. and so. Fair enough, Eli. You should get a lot of Justin Simmons this week. Alright, let's do our power rankings. Whew. Okay, so to me, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't do a ton of prep for this, but none. Zero. <laughs> yep. None. I have let's do a debate. <laughs> I have ten teams that I, I don't think there's a debate of the ten. And I think there's a clear ten. Does any do we have Okay, I'm gonna read off my ten. I'm gonna read off my nine, and then I want you to say if any team should get into this ten like I, okay, I'm I'm really confusing right now. Just say that. Kansas City is my 10. Okay? And I think they're a clear 10 because of what, like, their record is 2-3. and three. They've had it struggling. But I think I want to see if you guys have any team above them. Because here are my – the 9 in front of them in no order <laughs> is Arizona, Green Bay, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys, Ravens, Bills, Browns, Chargers. No, I think that's fair. 
I have those nine, and then I have the Chiefs at ten, and I don't think there's a team that I'd put above them right no, now. I'm taking Chiefs no. over all these other two and three games. Yeah, I mean, the only, like, Titans, Bang- Titans Bengals, Raiders. Panthers, Raiders, Saints. Yeah. No, I'm not putting any of those teams Vikings. over. No. Vikings? I'm not putting any of those teams over the Chiefs. Okay, so, Chiefs at ten. I think we lock that in. The debate starts with the other nine. Uh, where do we? Do I kind of like starting at one and going down. I agree. The other way around. I agree, and I think. I don't know. I feel like the one in my mind is pretty clear. Yeah, minus two. I think we have different ones. Let's see. I have Buffalo. I have, I have Buffalo. Buffalo too. as well. Buffalo. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I. I guess it is weird saying like we have a clear because we usually don't have a clear one. Yeah, well, especially but, when the Cardinals are five and zero. But yeah. I think both sides of the ball. I think Buffalo's by far. Is do, do we reward Arizona and put them at two because they're undefeated? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. After beating the Rams, yeah. Just because yeah. I beat the Rams, exactly. <laughs> okay, Bills, Cardinals, one and two, Chiefs ten. This is where I think it gets interesting. I have Rams, Bucks at three and four, and then I'd probably put Rams at three because I beat them. That's where I'm at. That's fair. That's a very good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to think. Would, would there any be any other arguments to put any other teams up there? I mean, you can make maybe make a wild shot uh, argument for the Chargers, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah that's but, what I was. But I lost the Cowboys. Are we? Are we gonna have that Chargers Cowboys debate? Because then. Yeah. Sure. I like, but I like the order that Brandon suggested. With the, the only players. problem I have with the Rams is the Rams did not look that good. No. Against the Seahawks, I don't know if like we can't punish them for winning. No, that's true. true. That's Especially true. when Arizona's won like three games. That, yeah, yeah. And then Ariz- but, yeah. Yeah, Arizona, we put them at two, and they they beat the Niners. And they still lost the Vikings. Show. If somebody can make a freaking field goal, grab that game. How high do you guys hold the Bengals? Not very high. This is kind of I don't know. Not in the top ten. Like I just want like for I the like Packers. Oh, they you have a, the Bengals. Okay, yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. That's fair. I was just saying, like, because I wasn't having them in our top ten for sure, but I didn't. Oh, they're not my top ten, but the Packers just beat them. So and they're all, the Bengals are three and two. So I was just wondering where you guys thought that win was. I think they're probably the closer to ten for me than twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. The Bengals. Yeah. But I was just that's for the Packers argument. But I like Rams three, Bucks four. When do we do a? Do we do it in mid-season, 1 through 32? This is, again, off topic. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, week 9 and 10. Yeah. Um, so where were we? Pack, you were you saying Packers? that in 3 or 4? You guys okay with that? Yeah, yeah. I like 5. Yeah. Rams, Bucks. Okay, so 5. I mean, okay, so we have Packers, Cowboys. Chargers. Chargers. Cleveland. Cleveland, Baltimore. For me, Cleveland is 9. No, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I gotta see them get Jarvis back because yeah, with Odell it just does not work. Does not work at all. Like they've lost to the and they've lost to the Chiefs, which is tough to put them. And Chargers. No, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like they don't look. Did they play the Ravens? Not yet. They played that. I remember this from looking at the schedule. They play the Ravens back to back weeks, and the they have a bye in between. In between yeah. And the Ravens that's have so a game in between. Yeah. I wonder who the heck made that decision because that's <laughs> unreal, actually. Like you're like you're prepping for the first game. You're prepping. You're like, okay, well, this is gonna be our prep for the next three weeks. So yeah, it's unreal. Like if Cleveland, if you don't win that second game, that's insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you had a game and then two weeks to prepare for the second re- reiteration. Not only, yeah, not only, yeah, so you're going to see what they do against you and then sit there for two And then you have two weeks to prepare against, yeah. Okay, well, you should do this. Um, okay, so now I would argue the Chargers, given that they've beaten the Browns and the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys beat the Chargers. Cowboys beat the Chargers, and that's the tough part. Because I feel like the Chargers. I want to put the Chargers above the Cowboys, but yeah, you're right. You're sorry. Yeah, really, because I feel like even if they don't play each other, I think I'd take the Cowboys. Really? Yeah, I would not. I disagree with that, but because of what I said about the Rams and Bucks, I understand if we go Cowboys. Because you can't make the argument for one matchup and not make it for the other. Yeah. Well, I thought the. No, 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 I'm not not calling you out. I'm just saying in general. Well, who the Cowboys? Oh, yeah, Buccaneers. Uh, you got to reward the Cowboys. I mean, their only loss is the Bucks, and they've been doing what they need to do. And they beat the Chargers. And they beat the Chargers. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm, I'm, I'm willing to put the Chargers over them if you guys think no, so. No, so. Yeah, head-to-head, yeah. We can't. Personally, like, I think, yeah. yeah, like, in the top ten, we can't put yeah. the Chargers above Dallas. But just, like, in my, like, I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like if they played again, I feel like the Chargers I think the Chargers yeah. are better, but. I mean, they, they only beat the, the Browns by five. They really did not. Look dominant against the Browns. No, they didn't. They no, barely they, won that game. The Browns have one of the best defenses in the league. But then it wasn't even. I mean, they they couldn't stop the Browns. That's what worries me more about the Chargers is that yeah. they could not stop the Browns. Yeah. I don't know. I just the Cowboys. It's like you you, you beat the last three weeks. You've played the Eagles, the Panthers, and the Giants. Like I think they're really good. I think they you know thir- twelve or thirteen wins is like really possible. But I think that they're not quite like Super Bowl contender level yet I just don't think they're quite there I think that you know they've played well like every all five games they've played and they lost you know two points to the Buccaneers but I don't know if they're quite so that's fair I, I, yeah, I'm, but I get I guess that's also how I feel about the Chargers I don't think that the Chargers are like should be Super Bowl contenders yet. yeah that's fair I don't know that's if they Personally, I think the Chargers are better, but I don't think we can put the. I think I think we should be at the yeah. point where at the se- in the season where we can just rank teams based on how we feel about them. I don't know if I'm fine with throwing out like I don't know. I, it's tough because these like certain teams have played each other and certain teams haven't. So we're, what I feel like they're so close to me in my mind. I know I know I think the Chargers are better, but Chargers and Dallas are so dang close that I have to look at that matchup the head to head, and like that's why breaker. that's why I understand if. Like that's why I like I, I think Chargers are better, but I understand why the Cowboys should be a five. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it mm-hmm. it completely does. I'm just saying I I even though I think no, without a doubt even yeah. though I think the cow I even think the Cowboys are better. I'm fine if you guys think the Chargers are better with putting them over. I'm fine with just whatever. I think we should just go with whatever team we think is better. I say we put Cowboys a five. <laughs> I, I, even though you I, think I the Chargers are This is funny. We all. I'm I'm say, I think the Cowboys are better, but I'm fine with playing the Chargers at five. Morally, it's <laughs> right to me that we yeah. put the Cowboys at five. Yeah, because they are so close that they did win. So yeah, you got to reward which team won. Okay. Cowboys schedule is ridiculously easy for the next like five weeks. <laughs> I know. I was like really excited to see them play, and then I like looked at their schedule and I was like, they have like have... two games I'm stoked about: the Chiefs game and then the Cardinals game. That's about it. <laughs> Every other game, yeah, for the Cowboys, rest of their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see like a like obviously they did pretty good against the Chargers, but I want to see their defense play another good offense. But you guess if the Vikings are healthy on that Sunday night game, that should be fun. But yeah, on the road. Pretty sure that's Halloween, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to see like Cowboys Bills or Cowboys Ravens or. I want to see how they stack up against a, a good offense. I want to see this offense against a good defense. So where are we? We're down to the Packers and the Ravens. Packers, Ravens, Chargers. I'd honestly say uh, this is okay. This is a prime example. Of, like, just who do we think is better? Who? Ravens. Ravens and Packers. or Packers? Oh, Chargers I'm, are at six. Okay. Um, if unless we want to throw the Chargers into there, I'm fine with putting the Chargers. No, 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 I, 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 I think the Chargers are better. I, I think we're honestly underrating how well Lamar is playing oh, this season. Up. Like he has yeah. had an unbelievable run. And especially if you look at, like, this team at running back is in shambles. How, like, he is playing... I saw, I saw the Davis Murray running out route yesterday. So <laughs> so, he's playing... I mean, look at all this. Like, he's complete... He completed, like, 80% of his passes last week, which was... It was the only time someone's thrown for over 400 yards with 80% completion, which is ridiculous. I mean, he's got... He's leading his team in rushing by far. He's got 100... He's got 341 yards on the ground... I don't even think the next the next two let me pull up my calculator really quick. Tyson Williams has 170 and next has a uh Latavius Murray has 168. They don't combined the ne- the next two running backs do not outrush Lamar. I saw that he has the same numbers as he did his MVP year. And now it's better. Mm-hmm. That was before Maybe, the Monday night game. And but he's down on touchdowns that's the only thing, but yeah, besides rushing and passing, he's doing just what he was doing that year. And so it's I mean, it's, it's crazy what he's doing, and I think he knows he has to do it because of their shamble at running back. And then, I mean, the passing game, I mean, we thought it'd get better with all of the, the additions, and Sammy Watkins has been there here and there. Hollywood looks better this year, I would say, but it's the Mark Andrews show. But, I mean, he threw for 442. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What was the score of that game? 31-25. Yeah. Which sucks for the, uh, the line because they went to OT, and so they don't get that seventh point yeah. that would have yeah, you know, made it a what do you call it? A draw time. Whatever. Push. Push. Oh, that's the word. Um that's pretty crazy. Um, I mean next the next few next two games for the Ravens are huge. They go uh Chargers and then Bengals. And that Bengals game is is big. That's a that's mm-hmm. a division game. Um Yeah. I just I worry. I don't know why, but I do. And like not the regular season I don't. I'm talking like playoffs at this point, but He's so good in the in the regular season, and it's just like it takes the defense to actually care and game plan, and then no matter how good he is, if he just doesn't have help, it just gets to a point where it's like, what is he supposed to do? Mm. I don't know. I just I, I think that like especially in these rankings in the regular season, knowing what I know and how they perform in the playoffs and how other teams perform against them, it just kind of deters me a little bit in the regular season, which it shouldn't. Like, but it does. Did you guys know in fantasy that Marquise Brown is wide receiver number six? That's crazy. Long touchdowns. I was going to say, he catches yeah, a ton of deep balls. Yard bombers. Imagine if he caught a few more. Seriously. Yeah, they're in his hands. Got some drops. What do we think about Green Bay? I don't know. It's just hard to, you know, I, the Niners have kind of had a few bad weeks, and so that win just doesn't look the same to me. And then you watch them play the Bengals, and the Bengals had 15 opportunities to win the game and just don't. And if those, you know, if one miracle drive and one field goal goes in, what are they? You got, you know, two less losses. They're, you know, Matthew, don't cover two and three. Don't Sorry. Know. Sorry, I'm cold. You're good. Uh, two and, they're two and three. I mean, I, I don't know. Them. 
Yeah. I hate them with a the Yeah, I don't really like. I I think the Ra- I take the Ravens over them right now. Me too. I would, too. would you guys take? Would you guys take the Packers over the Browns? <laughs> I hate them. If they're playing, if they're playing, I'm probably if. If this they're is a good healthy, question. I'm probably who's, taking the Browns. Who's favored? Who do you think's favored in a neutral site? Green Bay. Green Bay is probably favored. Yeah. I don't th- not by much though. Especially right now. They'd be Green Bay by two or three probably. Yeah. Yeah. So we go with the Packers over Cleveland. Or do we want Cleveland over the Packers? We should probably leave it this yeah, way for now. Yeah, should leave it. Okay. All right, I'm fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, the Ravens definitely have to be the Packers. So we got Bills, Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys at five, Chargers six, Ravens, Packers, Browns, Chiefs at ten. How do we feel? Can you guys imagine this time next year if Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams aren't on the Packer? I'm having a hate Packers moment like time right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. I didn't know you hated the Packers. I didn't know you felt this way, Brandon. Oh, God, I just don't like them. <laughs> I mean, it feels like you play them every year. Dude, man, just Jordan Love taking snaps next year and just like, it's all yeah. gone, you know? It's <laughs> all gone. Okay, I have a few um, mailbag things that cause I just said we'd get to them. Um, Okay, I asked who's the most underrated, or who are underrated players in the NFL. Tell me if they're underrated or not. I'm going to go through them. Derwin James. No. I don't think so. For the, nah. If he wasn't under, or, yeah, if he was underrated, or, like, if he wasn't, I feel like we'd be seeing him a lot more. Like, he's made some okay plays, but there was so much hype of him last year. He didn't play. play. The last couple yeah. of years. That's the thing. He hasn't played. Everyone was like, oh, he's still so good. So, like, if he really was that good, then... I don't know. I feel like the NFL would be making a big deal about it. Chase Claypool. No. I'm going to give you a guess at who submitted this question. <laughs> Is it the one that wants a first yeah, round pick for him? <laughs> yeah, just so everyone... I know Anthony listens. I know on a group message. That would have been funny. <laughs> yes. I know Anthony listens. This little scumbag has been trying to get a first round pick in our Dynasty League for Chase Claypool and it's just been unsuccessful. Anthony, you should have made a group chat besides our... our our dynasty one, and you should have put in there anybody want Claypool for twenty three first because it's classic that you you message <laughs> us all separately that way we could all talk about it. Oh, so good. Uh, D- this is this was a serious one. Deontay Johnson. No. No. I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I think he could be a little bit. I don't. Yeah. I think probably to the casual fan, I think he is. Yeah, I, think I think he's, he's yeah. probably a top. 25? I don't know. I do not have a receiver ranking um, off the top of my head. But I, I don't know if a lot ben of people know that offense so much. It's yeah. really hard to tell. I mean, Claypool and Deontay, we, they're already really, they're already pretty good. But I feel like they could, you know, if you you know think about Aaron Rodgers with that offense, like yeah. those wide receivers are just, they're, they're really talented. So I I, like, I'll go maybe. I feel like Deontay does all the regular wide receiver stuff while Chase goes up and makes one deep ball catch and then Mm-hmm. Deontay's in the shadow of Claypool because of that one catch, you know. So I kind of feel what you guys are saying. That's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm saying is I think yeah. I think he's probably the best out of those three receivers, and I think a lot of people would rank him third. Yeah, yeah. I you made a good point. Like I, I stretched my answer to I do think he's underrated just because when you think of that offense, you think of TikTok Boy and Claypool, and 
But Deontay Johnson is really talented. Yeah. I think with the right quarterback, though, I think that you could take Claypool and turn him into what Mike Williams is doing this year. Just because of yeah. overall size. I mean, there's always going to be there's always going to be a place for a wide receiver that size because these corners yeah. just cannot compete. And you know who the ultimate goal for these guys is is to be Mike Evans. Yeah. True. Because he's done it for freaking like eight years. He has a thousand yards. Yeah. That's something that Mike Williams and Claypool are like dream of. Um, Cordell Patterson. <laughs> I, I, I I think of him in the opportunity kind of like mm. like conversation. Man, I just feel like Atlanta's struggling to find offense anyway, and they're like, well, Cordell, you're huge. Just give you the ball. <laughs> right. the I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, Sorry? he's just Swiss Army knife, man. He just he yeah. can do anything. Mm. He can literally do anything for your offense. He more like is surprising to me. Like yeah. again, I guess that, yeah. that that should be like I think even he's he was the the guy where the, I didn't even think he would do good with the opportunity. Yeah. If you told me, if you were like, he's right. going to get every opportunity. And he's looked good. That's the yeah. thing. That's what surprises yeah. His burst at 6'4", 220, whatever it is, it's pretty ridiculous. That's why it's like, yeah. to me, it's like, yeah, I did not did not expect that. Good no. for him. Yeah. Um, this one, I think, yes. To me, this season, yes, on Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like Chase. He looks yeah. really, like, surprisingly, that he is a... The, Cardinals have a lot of weapons. Like, Rondell Moore being good. And then this role that they have for James Conner is perfect. Him being a like two. so much faster than any, oh. any other year. But, yeah, I mean, Edmonds looks, yeah, he looks really dangerous. Yeah, I I, I thought that was a good one because he has not been a guy. That, I, he was another guy in fantasy when I was looking at all the rankings. He, they, he was pretty high on some people, and I was like, is it just because they think he's going to be the starter? Like, I didn't. No, he, look, he looks good. Um, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Underrated? I think everyone knows Keenan Allen is yeah. pretty good. I would call him underrated. I'd say both of them are probably properly rated. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. if anything, honestly, Mike Williams is a little overrated. I think he, he definitely gets help from Keenan, because Keenan's always going to attract the one. So. Yeah. To pull the average fan card, I think Keenan's a little underrated. You think Keenan's under? Yeah, I think he's That's just not. He's not a really loud, obnoxious wide receiver. He just does. Yeah, yeah, he just does what he needs to do, and I think he doesn't get the same media attention as like a D Hop or any other. That's fair. Or a DK or anything like that. So I think yeah, to the casual observer, he's a little underrated. But I think a little. I think with. The fantasy success that Mike Williams has been having, he's now a little overrated. Yeah. I think yeah. people are like, oh, he's a top... I've heard people say he's like a top 10 receiver. Like, that... No. He, not even close. He, does, he doesn't get the defense's first look. It's Keenan, and he's yeah. benefited from that. I think up until the last several games, the last few games, Mike Williams has been underrated just because he's only been used for a deep ball a game and then he's been hurt or whatever. Yeah. And, but the same person. Um, they were the same person. But... But no, yeah. Now that he's been getting regular touches, it's and stayed healthy too. And stayed healthy. Jesper Horstead. Schneids, no. Schneids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, catches one touchdown. Thinks he's the greatest thing ever. And the last one. This is from another. This is from a Cowboys fan. So we'll take a little grain of salt. Dak. He said Dak still in a bunch of exclamation points. Huh. I don't know. I mean, to us, I don't think he is. I think we... Yeah, I mean, I I I guess if you're going... Yeah, if you're going, like, average fan, I guess he's a little underrated to us, but, like, I'm really comfortable with where I have him and where 
I think he uh-huh. is. I think he's like, yeah, what'd you yeah. say? Did you say top five? Yeah, I think, I think that's five. exactly. I have him like five to seven. Yeah. And I think that's some weeks he looks like. Yeah, sometimes he looks like one. Freaking, he Mm. looks like sometimes he's the best quarterback in the league, and then other times you're like, yeah, he's a franchise quarterback. I don't know, like Mm. it's usually when the run game's going, he doesn't have to be the the right, right, right. Okay, few more because my laptop's gonna die. Eighteen percent battery. Okay, this is these. I asked for some hot takes, kind of like I just want like I think we should debate hot take or not. Okay. Is this a hot take or not? Or I guess is it true or not? I don't know. We can just talk about it. Um, Matthew, I think I kind of know your answer because you touched on it earlier. Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, they can. I Do I think it's likely? No. Like, What's I'm, like yeah. percentage chance? That the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. 12. Well, <laughs> I I okay. think if the if the Buccaneers get any sort of secondary going by the end of the year, I'm taking Tom Brady over the Cowboys. Oh, I agree. I, I, I just I'll go twelve. I think there's it's well, better than ten percent, but I just I don't know. They they got to prove it through you know weeks fourteen through eighteen and out of the playoffs. And it's like their their division sucks. It is what it is. Here's so this is interesting. So I'm looking at the updated NFC Championship odds. This is to win the NFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl. I remember how we said we were like, there's five teams. Like, is there any, who are the contenders? Like, mm. the odds are t- totally back us up on this because it's, you have a team at plus 270, a team at plus 400, plus 550, two teams at plus 600. And then, so those are our five. The team after that is the Niners and the Saints, both at 22, plus 2200. So okay. it goes from plus 600 to plus 2200. Jeez. So it is, they agree with us. They're like, there's five teams. The odds on favor is still the Bucks at plus two seventy. They're the plus two seventy team. Which is fair. And then yeah. it's inter- the the Cowboys are plus six hundred to win the NFC. What are the Cardinals? Plus six hundred. Wow. What are the Rams? Rams plus four, four. Packers plus five fifty. Yeah. So I guess like out of those five, which what is your best bet out of those five? Because I think we'd all say it's probably still likely that it's the Bucks to come out of the, a- a- the NFC. I still wouldn't like that bet. But I, that's for, what I'm saying. For the bet, for the bet, for the bet wise, I'm two seventy is not the best value. Yeah, I think Cowboys would be not. I would not feel they're bad about value. that bat with plus six hundred. They're gonna get in the playoffs if that's a minimum. They're in. This might be a hot take for you guys, but I I think I like the Cowboys better than Arizona long term, and I hate to say it. Long because I don't feel good. It doesn't yeah. feel good coming out like of this mouth. season. Is that what you're saying? It, like if you yeah. like you said, what's the best value? And they're both at six hundred. I think I no. Take down I agree. I agree. I think I I think I agree. And I, I not is that weird? Is that weird? Are we not sold enough on Arizona? Which is sad because I can see us eating our words. I mean, I I I do think that this last week and Kyler having his shoulder injury has it's definitely a it's little recency bit. bias. I mean, the, if he's if he's not a hundred percent of. Just their collapse. Yeah, we saw. Last I mean, I think that's a big reason why. Same thing with Dallas, though, man. Their, and, their defense is playing great. Right and we've now. never really seen that no, before. With we no, that's, that's what's swaying yeah, for sure. For yeah, not only is their defense playing great, but like they're like a running team now, and they look so. And they still, that we they still have one for. of the best receiving cores in the league. Everything that we pleaded for all off season yeah. is happening for the Cowboys, and that's why I think it's a little bit like, are we just like? 
Is it, is it? They're, they're finally doing yeah. what we want yeah. them to. They're such a yeah. fun team. And that's what's killing me. It's not even the offense that's swaying me. It's just what that defense has been able to do. And it's like, yeah. can they get that all year? I don't know. I mean, like, is it, Diggs has six picks through five games. I mean, like, right. that there, doesn't keep up. But no. there's a lot of factors that aren't going to keep going for this team. But I do believe their offense, like, their defense has a couple of bad games. This offense is more than capable of, of carrying them. Like, I don't know. I, 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 why? Like, I feel like we're going to eat our words because I feel like in the past we're like, we never bet on Dallas, you know? Like, But mm-hmm. I also don't like Arizona long term. Like, yeah, they're good, but yeah, can Kyler stay healthy a whole year? We saw this last yeah. year. It's, and it's, they're in a division with a bunch of pass rushers that are going to be hitting in every game. Like, I mean, Nick Bosa is going to be after him. The Rams are going to be after him if they can get to him. Like, they didn't get to him this past matchup, but I don't know. It's tough. And it's, it's just tough with two teams that, you know, haven't really proven it. I mean, that's the interesting thing about Dallas is that last year we, you know, Dak gets hurt and we don't get to see what the heck happens with that team after week, like, four. So it's it's harder to evaluate Dallas than it is Arizona. But the way, with the way Arizona's playing right now and how tough the division is, it's really even hard to bet on them winning the division at this point, yeah. even given how well they're playing. I don't, I don't think there are the odds on favor to win the... Yeah, the Rams are still the be- have better odds to win the NFC West. And that's they're two games behind them. Because they they're not a game, they're a game back in the standings, and they have the tiebreaker. Arizona's the tiebreaker because they beat them. How much more confident are you guys that the Rams win the NFC than Arizona? Not great. No, not either. The Rams always choke. They've been so good the past, like, two or three years. Yeah, but it is, I don't know, it is a different, like, quarterback, so I don't know. Because I think I, I feel not way better, but I do feel better about the Rams in Arizona. Yeah, no, I, I agree. agree. I think yeah. they're a lot more solid. I think the Arizona, like, we've seen less of those just chuck the ball up and someone's right there. Like, I feel like, and, like, they lost to the Vikings – because Vikings was a field goal. Like, Arizona, like, they're very good, but... I they beat the Vikings. Huh? Wait, are you oh, saying... Sorry, they did, no, that's my bad. Yeah. The Vikings almost beat them. Um, I think the 5-0 and is just a tiny bit misleading. Like, they're a good team, but I just feel like longevity-wise, it's it's not a bad thing that, like, your team all, you know, revolves around your quarterback, but, um, but like, it sounds like Kyler might be dealing with an issue... He's a small little guy. I don't want to say it was inevitable because that's that's what every everyone who opposes Kyler says something about his size. But um, but yeah, I, I feel like when when your whole team kind of revolves around like one player, eventually it's yeah, it's, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable. So and who's your best bet to win the NFC then? The NFC or NFC West? And no, just the, the entire NFC. NFC. The more we talk about it, the more I want to take the Cowboys. Yeah. Out of all those teams, Tampa Bay. But yeah, well, at plus two seventy. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who's the <laughs> best bet? Not bet. Right. Not not who's your pick. What are the other lines? Rams are four to one plus four hundred. Packers plus five fifty. <laughs> Cowboys and Cardinals six hundred. So you're getting twice the money, more than twice on the Cowboys uh. and Cardinals than the Bucks. I hate the Packers Me too. because they're going to have home field. They're going to be playing at Lambeau for the NFC Championship like they always are. And then somebody's going to come in there and just beat the brakes off of them. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every year. It does. But is that weird that I'm thinking Packers right now? 
No. Because I hate it, money. but I mean, yeah, Packers. Because I hate it, but I am. You know they'll probably be there. Even though Matthew's yeah. 100... Matthew's, Matthew could not be more right, and it's inevitable. We just... Who's the team that goes and beats off the Brits? Beats the Brits off I don't know yet. It's so gross. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I, I, I choose to keep my money in my bank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not... Okay. I'm out. Talk about the NFC for a little bit. The next hot take was... And this leads into the AFC. The Chiefs miss the AFC championship game. I don't think that's... No, I don't think that's a hot take. I don't know. I, no, I like that. Somebody put that in as, as like, their like their hot take, and I was like, I that is a good... That's a good take. Yeah. It's good. I think if the divisional matchup is good, I mean, I could see a little... You know, I remember when the Titans knocked off the Patriots, and the Patriots just, you know, Tom Brady just weren't that same Patriots team. I don't know. I don't... It could be a good defensive matchup. I mean, I could definitely see that happening. It's just, it's, you know, who knows what the Chiefs are going to be at the end of the year. If they figure it all out, they're the same, you know, maybe there's just magic potion and all of a sudden Tyreek and Kelsey are catching, you know, 40 passes a game and they're back. But I don't know. I could see it happening. It's a good take, but they will be there. I like that. That's fair, too. I'm not out on the Chiefs at all. The, The odds for the AFC Championship are almost... Like to to make to win the AFC Championship are almost identical to the NFC. It's Bills are two plus two forty, Chiefs plus three twenty five, so not that big of a difference. Two forty to three twenty five, Ravens plus five fifty, Chargers and Browns plus six fifty. I mean that's kind of what you're talking about though, as if if hypothetically, and I don't think this is gonna happen if the Chiefs keep playing the way they're playing, but if it's Buffalo on one side and the Chiefs on the other, you're talking Chargers and Ravens being the the team to Or the other way around. What break the, the Chargers win the AFC West and then it's, right. it's Bills, Chiefs in the opening weekend. I mean that's a very logical mm-hmm. or very popular. Mm-hmm. If the Bills that. if the Bills defense plays like this, all that we you know, we've been talking all offseason about like how the Bills maybe didn't do enough. Because I think we're all like uh, I know myself, I was like I like the Bills, but I was like, I don't know if they have much chance when it comes to the playoffs. This Bills team matches up now really well against the Chiefs. Which is mm-hmm. funny, because they didn't add anything. No. They added Rousseau mm-hmm. in the draft, but besides that, they haven't added nothing. And so it's like, what are they doing different this year? I don't know. I haven't, obviously don't watch film on them. but mm-hmm. And they have, they've had a little bit more running game. Last game was not there, but yeah. through they the didn't first need five, game, they though. didn't. It, Josh Allen was the running game. But the last five games, I, I felt like the running game has been kind of there, but uh, Josh is back to doing his thing, but uh, yeah, what is this? They didn't add it's anybody. The, it's so the, it's, no, it's the pressure that they're somehow magically now able to get. Yeah, yeah. and they're they're the back their defense because they've had the names on the back end like Poyer and and Hyde or mm-hmm. and they're finally playing like it. Mm-hmm. Like their defense is yeah linebacker, it, but Edmonds he's a beast. He's like yeah, six mm-hmm. seven. Yeah, they didn't even have uh, Matt Milano against the Chiefs. Either. That's true. But the Chiefs, they still didn't have they didn't have Chris Jones. I think that's a big mm-hmm. factor that we mm-hmm. they they're missing. I think I believe another corner. I don't know. I I'm definitely not out on them, but the odd these odds make sense that the Bills are two forty to three twenty five makes sense. What is the odds? Two forty. Bills plus two forty. Chiefs plus three twenty five. What are the other ones? Five fifty for the Ravens. Six fifty for the Browns and Chargers. Wow, the Chargers one is interesting to me. Yeah, the Chiefs one is interesting to me, especially with their record. I I this one to me is either the Bucks, uh, the Bills or the Chiefs, because the Chargers. I don't see the char. I don't see the Chargers, Browns, or Ravens beating 
one of those teams and then beating the Bills or the Chiefs. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I'd put my money on the Chiefs, without a doubt. Oh, no. I, Battery running, running low. You might want to plug in your PC. <laughs> well, I don't have a plug-in, so you're going to have to survive for... I put my money on the Chiefs. Put the display, like, brightness, like, all the way down. <laughs> Should have been doing that hours ago. It's a, I've been on battery safe mode, but... If your laptop dies, do we lose the whole thing? Or? No. But we should probably end it quick. Because it happened <laughs> <We're gonna run>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. I, I, I'd, if, I, if I was betting this, actually, I'd sprinkle a little bit on both. Because I'm pretty confident it's going to be Bucks, Bills Chiefs again. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, we'll be back on Monday to recap the weekend and NBA stuff. It'll be a fun show. We're excited. Rock the house? Rock the house. Rock the house. Thank you.